friends. Welcome to Silver Screen and Television Dreams. I'm your host, Guacamole, joined with my other host, Isabel. Oh, wow. She went big. <laughs> she went for just the name today. Welcome, Isabel. And welcome, listeners. I'm going to take a drink of water. How are you? I'm good. I, I'm Grant, even. I'm trying not to yell into the mic, so I moved farther away, but I'm, I'm a screamer, as you know. Tony said like this. You don't have to say like that, but it was like all the way back on the table. I got you. I got you. Yeah. 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 Cool. 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 cool, 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 cool. Um. No, I'm good. Sun is shining. It's a glorious new day. It is. Gotta go to the gym for the first time in three months. Not looking forward to that. Um, Gotta stay healthy. How, how are you doing, Molly? I'm great. I'm a little tired today, but that's okay. When am I not tired on a Thursday? <laughs> Um, all right, so today we are talking about a movie called Flashback, or that was released in 2020 as The Education of Fred Fitzel. I don't know when or why they changed the name, but it did come out originally as The Education of Fred Fitzel. Uh, so this is not at all what I thought it was going to be. I knew it was going to be a mystery, drama, thriller, but... It's not at all what I thought it was going to be. Okay. What were your original thoughts before you had seen the movie or looked up anything? What did you think it was going to be about? Well, I knew it was going to be about a guy who was having flashbacks of a girl that um, went missing in their high school. But here's what the previews made you think, in my opinion, IMO, because I've watched the previews a lot. Mm. They, I felt like they make you think that the old lady in the bed is Cindy. Oh. So, like, that's going into it. I was like, how, I wonder how, like, this happens. How does she age? But he doesn't. I thought it was going to be sort of similar to that one, Amazing Stories, you know, uh-huh. where, like, he, like, travels through time yeah. or whatever. And then, like, right away, it's, like, his mom. So then I was like, well, he can't be, like, mistaking Cindy as his mom. Yeah. Because, like, they, Cindy and him have, like, a romantic relationship. Right. So that's what I thought it was going to be, like, flashbacks of this girl that went missing. Um, and then it ends up being the old lady in the bed. And so, like, some weird thing happens while they were on this drug that, mm-hmm. like, makes time go weird. I don't know. Yeah. So that's what I thought. So it was, like, right from the start, I was like, well, now I have no idea where this is going. Yeah. But then it still just was, like, a lot trippier than I expected it to be. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the structure of the movie was really weird. I mean, all of it's obviously supposed to be weird, but I thought it was interesting because I feel like the whole beginning, the whole like, I don't even know. The movie felt like there were, it was separated into three sections mm-hmm. and the beginning and the ending section are equally as like confusing and trippy, but there's a brief period in the middle of the movie where everything kind of aligns and you're like, oh, this I see what they're doing. Like I, it makes more sense now. But then I think it it starts to devolve again. What I'm speaking of more specifically is that yeah, scene I was gonna say because I was confused when the boy when the boy it starts putting all the boys' words together. Oh, and like you kind of get the idea of like time is not linear. That's what the yeah movie is trying to say that through this drug. I think they were trying to say through the drug mercury you are freed from the prison of time and you can experience it as non-linear. And so, yes, anyways, but yeah. that one section, there's like a, a 10 minute, 20 minute period with that 
scene where the boy's words finally start to make sense and forms complete sentences that it wow. feels like that was the part that confused me the most oh okay because then i was like okay he's talking about other life forms or like making you make decisions and then that the one guy thing i don't get i had to look it up um yeah so i had to look some stuff up but what was i saying um oh and his like one friend was like freaking out and he was like don't take it like mm-hmm. we don't know what this is there are like bombs in the building like mm-hmm. he like freaked out and he was like oh my gosh like it's already happening to you so then like again i knew this was like a mystery thriller and then he started talking about life forms and i was like okay is this mercury thing like the pure form is it like actually like a parasite mm. that is now in his body so i kept waiting for him to like go to the hospital to get like something taken out of him and then all time would like realign yeah and that still didn't happen and i was like i don't i just don't really know what's going on here because it like keeps flashing back to the same memories but things keep changing right so i guess like the one article i read said life forms was like he had a traumatic experience because like every time he's on mercury or he gets really stressed out he sees this like mouth screaming at him yeah and which is really gross yeah the mouth changes yeah as it's screaming and it gets kind of nasty yeah but then you come to find out it's his mom's mouth right and i guess like that was like the life form that was making decisions for him he had this traumatic experience as a kid that wasn't allowing him to live his life the way he wanted to so mm-hmm. that was the outside life form that was like causing him to live a certain way that's like screen rant i was reading said that and i was like i i mean i guess that makes sense that it's like another life form Mm -hmm. his mom but i don't know the movie was just the fact that i had to read like three or four articles like understand the movie i was like i am all about mystery thrillers but maybe i'm not cut out for this kind of thing it kind of reminded have you ever played the game dixit no it's dixit is this it's similar to I, I don't know if it's gonna be worth explaining all of this right now, but it's there's these abstract paintings and the game is kind of like apples to apples and you label the painting with your own word, but it's never mind. This is too complicated, but it just reminded me of I felt like the movie was kind of a blank canvas. It gave you some points of some vague idea of like it's about choices, it's about the time constraints. It's about choices. It's about the restraints of time Um, and the effects that like certain choice, like going, being stuck, focused on the past and Mm -hmm. like how that. So there's all these like very vague categories that it's just, I feel like you're meant to fill in the blanks on your own. It Hmm. felt more like somewhat of a blank canvas for you to, I don't know, like personally reflect through. I didn't like the movie. I didn't I don't really like, like it things either. that are trippy. I needed more explanation. Like, yeah. I don't mind it. Like, it's honestly sort of reminded me of, um, did you ever watch Limitless? Yes. Yeah. It kind of had that Cooper. same feeling to yeah. it of like, you don't really know what's going on. Or like, I don't know if you ever watched the old movie Paycheck, but it's like similar where mm-hmm. he's getting like all these memories, but he can't piece it together. Yeah. And then eventually at the end of the movie... Like, things are pieced together for you. Yeah. This never pieced stuff together. Right, yeah. So I was like, did he actually, like, one article I read was like, so basically he, like, freaks out in this meeting, Mm -hmm. and then you come to realize he actually never went to the meeting. That was just, like, his imagination. See, I understood it as he did go to the meeting, but then he changed his 
when he was starting to he's i think that i understood as he keeps changing his memories like he keeps going back because time's not linear and through this drug he's experiencing these things but then re-experiencing them differently the only reason i think that that didn't actually happen well first of all an article said it didn't but that doesn't mean it's right right but he still has his job at the end of the movie i don't think he could do that and still have his job but i thought he changed the timeline like i thought he he went back and changed that from happening because no i don't think he's actually changing real things i think he's changing memories the way he remembers them but not how it actually happened what yeah really? yeah so I, okay so if, if you think about the time that when towards the end of the movie when it's him and cindy and they're like going through exploring the world together yeah. because they are, i i understood it that they were able to do that because they were outside of time so but also then it should reflect <clears throat> on them like being at the same time like in order for them to do that they're also bums that are drug addicts well so that's like i don't know if this is right i'm just going off of like the article that yeah. i read was saying that like when he says like i'm not even here right now and then it takes him back to his desk that was mm-hmm. like him imagining what could happen and so then he got mm-hmm. back to that point and he runs out he never mm-hmm. goes to the meeting which again is like, how did he keep his job if he didn't go to the meeting? Yeah. But anyways, so he, like the what the article was saying is he went back to the warehouse mm-hmm. and then decided to live his life with Cindy, and so them exploring the world is him as a thirty year old taking mercury mm-hmm. and them just laying in the bed pretending or like not pretending but like high on yeah. where they are. Gotcha. But I don't know if that's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I never thought of it as him actually changing time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. This movie is very confusing. Yeah. So maybe that's like the thing is that you decide how it. I don't know. Because then there's like the three. Like he's standing in the hallway looking at Cindy Mm -hmm. and he wants to go talk to her, but he walks the other way. Right. Then the second time that same scene happens, he goes like. The first one, I think, is supposed to be how it actually happened. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is how he wished it would have happened. Mm-hmm. And so he went and talked to her, and they were like, let's go explore the world. Yeah. Right? And then the third time is, like, him recreating the real memory mm-hmm. once he finds out his mom remembers him. Mm-hmm. And it's him with a grateful smile that Cindy was in his life, but he knows that that was not the right path, so he mm-hmm. still walks away from her. Mm-hmm. But the first one was what actually happened. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So then I feel like that's just what the article said. Again, it could be not correct. Like, I don't know who writes Screen Rant. So it could just be like someone. I feel like Screen Rant's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I just was like. Valid resource. I wonder then if I would go watch it again Mm. when he like replays certain memories. I don't know. Like, I didn't really understand. Like, why were those people like screaming at him with all the like weird face piercings and horns on their head and they were like trying to like hold him down and then sebastian was like freaking out yeah well, i didn't really understand what of, happened like, there there were a ton of holes yeah even just like the idea of him andre and sebastian why were they why would a bunch of 30 year old men who haven't seen each other yeah. since high school who weren't really even friends in high school right connect over what's his name dylan o'brien what's his character's name uh fred fred trying to find cindy like there there was like i felt like everything felt kind of thin yeah 
So like with that, the reality of that happening of like they're he's the one that's obsessed with it. There's just these two random yeah. guys that like now get pulled into this too when there's yeah. no there was no foundation of friendship. There was no foundation of like we Cindy was like a huge part of all of our right. lives. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot there was a lot of things lacked foundation. Even his obsession with Cindy. Yeah. Didn't totally they didn't really give you enough of like oh like this girl was I mean other than she's like I want to explore like I whatever yeah. and he's like I want to explore with you and that's it. Right. You know what I mean? I like I'm thinking about like what you said about him like changing his memories or changing time. Like, do you think that he was even with those guys for real? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like there's like two perspectives of either the whole movie is just you don't obviously the movie is what's real and what's not. That's yeah. a huge question of the movie or through that you have to ask yourself throughout the movie. And that he's asking himself. But it, there's the two paths of is this are we just watching him on a drug trip? Yeah. Or is this i don't know so is, is there something more happening i guess yeah you know? so like i once i at one point thought that everything that happened when he was 30 mm-hmm. was him when he was a teenager living the life of if he didn't if he chose to i don't know what i'm trying to say um like seeing his future, if he yeah, because continues it's like, down that path of like using Mercury. Yeah, Mercury yeah. like shows you your other li- like shows you other lives. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's like what the drug does, right? So that's why they like explore all around, right? So then, like when he's sitting, I didn't know if the whole time he was like in his thirties working was actually the drug trip, and mm-hmm. then you go back to him going to his final, like his him making the decision in the warehouse. Sorry, Cindy, I'm not going to go with you because I see that that path is going to lead me to like heartache and heartbreak and mm-hmm. whatever. And then the real time picks up again when he talks to Karen on the bench. Mm-hmm. And that's like real time again. Mm-hmm. And then it like flashes forward too. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just couldn't figure out what was like, was him in the hospital at the very beginning, like him at the hospital with his mom. Was that real? Right, and Karen leaving him. Yeah. Yeah. Or was that Because Karen part leaves of- him before before it really starts to pick up. It, right. With him trying to find Sydney, Cindy trying to find the drug. Like, it starts to happen, but it doesn't really happen, I feel like, until after she leaves. Well, Karen leaves right before his, like, Q2 thing. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And that's when he, like, flips out. Yeah. I don't know. This movie is very confusing. Yeah. I didn't like it either. Yeah. It's not my favorite Dylan O'Brien movie. Yeah. He was also just, like, sad the whole time. Yeah, it's a very dark. Like, all of the lighting in the movie is very dark. Yes. Everything is in vit. There's a lot of eerie music throughout the whole movie. It's all very short, fast-paced clips, usually with, like, one word in yeah. it most of the time. It's supposed to feel very disorienting. I I hate that feeling. Yeah. That's But all of that is, for me, as you know, like, connected to I don't like space. Like, I all of that feels very... Uh, I don't know. It, there's no boundaries. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the same thing with like that, this very niche feeling of disorientation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't like it. Yeah. I don't, I didn't really enjoy yeah. it either. Plus, honestly, it just, I'm like, I, the, the thought of like doing like LSD or whatever. Mm. I, I mean, obviously I don't, think most people's experience is like going straight for like a hardcore psychedelic yeah. drug but 
you know, there's always marijuana, the gateway yeah, drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man, like I, I just, it makes me like sick to think about feeling so unaware of myself and like yeah. feeling like thinking about hearing stories of like people that like peeled their skin off Ugh. because you, they're like, my face is melting and it's not obviously real. You know what yeah. I mean? Just, I think, I don't know, that it just was freaky. I just am like forever grateful that that was not a temptation of mine. Yeah, yeah. That like drugs in general was not something that I struggled with. Yeah. Because I just, yeah, I don't like that feeling. Yeah. Of, like they went 15 years not knowing what happened to somebody and didn't really care. Like I don't, I don't know. It mm-hmm. was, it was weird. Yeah. It, I, I don't, yeah. I don't like that feeling either. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mind like space, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. It's kind of like it reminded me of. Nope. Lost my train of thought in the middle of me speaking. Mm. So just forget it. It's forgotten. Okay. Goodbye. Thought. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, not not my favorite. Um, I feel like Dylan O'Brien did a very good acting job. Um, but I would give the movie like a two. Yeah. Out of ten. Yeah. I don't even know if I can manage it too. I know. I'm like, I feel like that's generous and I'm only doing that because like his acting was very good. Yeah. Like I, I would not tell people to watch this movie. The boy is. Like obviously there's that that boy that he then he's the one that gives him the scar. Oh yeah. And like I don't know. I feel like he needed a little bit more his character needed a little bit more elaboration yeah, of like was he the one that was controlling all that's kind of yeah. what made it seem like like even the way that all the chairs are structured in that first meeting with that boy he's the one that's sitting in the center of them right all. well they're like listening to him right and they're like he's not on mercury yeah i didn't really understand that yeah unless he's just like a figment of but he like sees him when he's older so then i'm like is he actually there mm-hmm. i just feel or like is he like a physical manifestation of mercury yeah i don't know I just feel like a lot of the movie is him actually on the drug. Yeah. And then when then it like evens out and he's I don't know. It's what did you think of the ending? Like what did what did you take that as meaning of like him? It's so the ending scenes are that flashes between his mom holding him when he's a baby and his mom holding him as she's dying. I think she was already dead. dead. Yeah. Um, When he's in his 30s. Well, I think it was him like. So he had that other memory of him being yelled at by his mom. Yeah. And then he realizes, like, she was just trying to protect me. Mm-hmm. And he replaces, like, those bad memories of his mom with, like, really good ones. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's just him. Instead of regretting all the choices that he made that were bad mm-hmm. or that he wish he would have made different, he's just deciding to be grateful mm-hmm. for the choices that he made that were good. Yeah. So that's how I took it. That he was like, I'm grateful for my mom. Yeah. She actually did protect me and love me. And yeah. 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 What about you? Yeah. I kind of similarly, I think again, that idea, I feel like I focused a lot on like the trying to like when Cindy talks about like labels and being confined by labels and thinking about again, time is confining or whatever. I felt like the ending kind of gives you that like sense of, there are boundaries and there are are confinements that are are good yeah um and that 
are what I don't know. And yeah, and the idea of like learning from your past, yeah, and learning from your mistakes instead of continuing in them, yeah. Um, whereas it shows like the baby finally choosing to go towards his mom instead of back down the stairs or something right. like that. You don't. Re- it focuses on that. Does it show us? Did it show us what was inside the crack of the door? I think it was, it's just like you're supposed to know that that's outside where the stairs are. Yeah. But no, it didn't okay. show you. Um, the baby chooses to go back to his mom. And yeah. Like, I've learned. Like I've learned. I hurt myself last time. You yelled at me. Like I know not to go out that yeah. way now. And I feel like that was. I don't know. Like. Her, well, kind of what you were saying where she's the one that's helping him trying to learn from his experiences. Yeah. And, and protect him. Yeah, yeah. So I feel felt pretty much the same or similarly. So Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would recommend this movie to anyone. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely not my favorite, yeah. but I watched it. It was only an hour and thirty seven minutes, which was nice. It yeah. was not a long movie. Because I was yeah. like, I don't know how much more of this I can take. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Hollywood moment of the podcast. Oh, like, yeah, let's, let's move there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you already know this one because we already talked about it, but. Selena Gomez turned 30. No, <laughs> but yes, but no. So, um, the Teen Wolf trailer came out the other day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Yeah. And we're both pretty pissed about it. <laughs> um, so apparently they decided to bring back Allison. She been dead for 38 years, but somehow she's alive again. So annoying. So such cheap, cheap, cheap move. I wonder, I honestly wonder, like, were they like, well, we couldn't get Dylan O'Brien back, so we have to bring back Allison? Or was this like from the beginning what they planned on doing? What's crazy? I don't think that. I don't think it was planned from the beginning. I don't I either. Feel like it was like they... I feel like they kind of haphazardly planned this nostalgia movie. It sounds like it. Because even like what Dylan O'Brien has said about it, of like, I didn't even know what was happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like they were like, we can make money off of this. And then like tried to go a bullet train without. I feel like the movie's going to be junk. I think it is too. Allison's only in the first two seasons out of six, right? Yeah. And she's like so. She's annoying. We don't like her. Yeah. I think maybe the first three. Show season in the first half. Yeah. Okay. But like, I still don't know what happens. I haven't finished Teen Wolf, so I don't know what happens to Kira. But I just am like, wh- why? Why bring back Allison? Mm-hmm. There were so many other, like, you. I just don't feel like you needed her. Yeah. I, we don't know what it's, it's going to be like. But I do think the villain is going to be Gerard, which is Allison's grandfather. Because... I thought he dies. So he... I only know this because I looked forward, but he ends up being one of the villains at the end of season six. And the voice that talks during that trailer sounds exactly like Gerard's voice. Oh, okay. And which makes me think Gerard figured out some magic Mm -hmm. to bring Allison back. Oh. To like fight for him. Oh my gosh. That's, that's what I'm assuming is going to happen. But I just was like, I saw it on um, Instagram. It was like this thing that it was like two pictures and it was like, it's Allison. Allison's alive. And it was like of the new movie. And I was like, is this just somebody like making stuff yeah, up or like whatever? Yeah, fan fiction. It, yeah. It was like the day the trailer came out. So then I went and looked it up and I was like, oh, this is real and I'm mad. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even like know if I even want to watch it. Yeah. But I, I will. I've 
only seen the first three seasons of Teen Wolf. Yeah. So season four, I couldn't. It was rough. Yeah. But it might I'm be in season five now. So. One of those seasons that I just like read some like plot points and then just start season five. Yeah. I did that with Legend of Korra. Ah. With did you ever watch Legend of Korra? Did you were um, you into Avatar? We watched Last Airbender. Yeah. I mean, Last Airbender is amazing. Yeah, I didn't I don't think I got into because I watched it with my cousin when I lived with her in Winter Garden. Um and I think Legend of Korra came out after that. Okay. So Yeah, Korra Legend of Korra is also kind of disjointed and it seems like a lot of things aren't super thought through. But. Yeah. I feel yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I mean it's not fine, but I it's am just, enjoying season five so far. Yeah. Um, and Ghost Rider is going to come soon. So I'm excited for Ghost Rider. But yeah. I don't know. It's just why? Why bring back yeah, the Allison? Bad, bad call. Yeah. So that's our Hollywood moment of the podcast. Yeah. It's bit, a bit of a bummer. Yeah. But Selena Gomez did turn 30. She so did, that's a high. Yes. And there was a picture of her and um, Taylor Swift celebrating yes. together. Because I think Taylor Swift also just turned 30, didn't she? I think Taylor Swift's been 30. Okay. I think she's a couple years. Okay, the way that they like said it was like it made it seem like she and Selena were celebrating together that they both turned thirty. But no, Taylor Swift's thirty-two. Okay, then never mind. Sorry, false information. That's why people also ask: Did Taylor Swift have a baby? Who is Taylor Swift's husband? Yeah, people think she's Taylor Swift real name. People think that she got secretly married. Well, that. I feel like is valid, but does Taylor Swift have a baby? Is a a bit of a stretch. I mean, people think she got married like a year ago. Yeah, I would believe it. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, people do it all the time. She's obviously been very private about her relationship with Joe Alwyn. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like she's been very private recently. Yeah, she doesn't really like come out with a lot of propaganda. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, speaking of propaganda, you going to see Top Gun again? I really want to. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might. I think I might. We'll see how the day unfolds. But this will be Molly's what time? Third time <laughs> in seeing it in theaters. Yes, totally worth it. You think you're gonna purchase it when it comes out? On oh, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get the Blu-ray, VHS, digital copy, <laughs> DVD. <laughs> comes with the movie poster. I'll put it in the living room. I'll get all the things. <laughs> what if they came out with a VHS? That would be, that would be interesting. I honestly would believe it, that that will be like a new VHS will come back. Kind of like records came back. Yeah. Yeah. But they'll make it so that you can rewind them quicker or something like that. Yeah. Man. Flashbacks to that and messing up the tape. When you would like mess with Uh, it back and forth too much when you were trying to get to the right scene and then all the film would come out. (sighs) Then you ruin the movie. You ruin the movie. Especially it would suck when it was blockbuster movie because now you had to pay full price for it. Yeah. Or you got mad when someone returned it and they had broken it and didn't tell anyone. Yeah. And then you got it and it was broken and it was like, this is ridiculous. Or when you got a blockbuster movie and it wasn't rewound. So oh, like, that was end. so annoying. You were so excited. You'd sit down. You were ready to go. Especially because like we didn't have, for a while, we didn't have a remote that rewound. So we would have to get off the couch and go up you'd, to the VHS. And you'd have to hold yes. the button. It's not like you pressed it once and it would keep rewinding no. on its own. No, you had to sit there. You had to hold it. Yeah. Man, so much work the olden days yeah <laughs> how are we not all just crazy buff for yeah hold that rewind button? <laughs> uh, all right well thanks for joining us on this flashback the education of fred fitzel episode yeah 
if you watched it, sorry. If you didn't, <laughs> you can still go watch it, but I would just I would just re- read like a plot <laughs> yeah. summary. Honestly, <laughs> it'll probably be a lot less confusing and uh your life will be better for it. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't do it. Don't waste an hour and a half of your life. I guess we didn't like rate Dylan O'Brien's acting in this one. We always do that. Movie, I give it a one, you give it a two. Yeah. I give him I give him a six still. I think he was good, but I think you can only be as good as your script, you know, yeah. in some ways. And I think that he, I think he did fine. Yeah, I think this was fine. Yeah. I didn't like it as much as some of his other acting. So, yeah. Yeah, I would give it like a six and a half or yeah. a seven. Maybe not a seven, six and a half. Yeah. Six, six. Yeah. In that range. Yeah. Like a C plus. Yeah. C. Yeah. I would say a C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Dylan, we still love you. Still love you. Still hate Allison. You still do. <laughs> yes. Um, so anyways, check us out on the socials at SSTV Dreams. And um, yeah, have a good day. Remember who you are. Bye. Bye.